Hi, and welcome back to the Cheeky Crypto Podcast. My name's Chris, and it's fantastic to have you back with us for another video. And in today's video, we are welcomed by none other than Shams from UCO Network. Really looking forward to this interview. If you enjoy this sort of content, mash up the like button, subscribe if you haven't subscribed already, tap in that bell, selecting all the notifications so you never miss a video. And don't forget to jump in our Discord. There's over six thousand people supporting one another navigate the space safely it's a fantastic community and best of all it's absolutely free to join link is in the description right let's get down to the interview uh, would you mind please uh, just uh, giving us uh, an introduction to yourself you know how you got into to crypto and uh, starting uco network yeah definitely uh, look chris um uh, intro to myself uh, i am a techie at heart engineering, computer science, computer engineering uh, early on. So in terms of getting into crypto, you know, um, I was very early in crypto simply because of my uh, education and background. Um, I started, uh, you know, getting involved uh, business-wise in crypto around uh, 2016. Um, I've had a tech background all my life. I used to work for Dell Technologies. I used to work for Carnegie Mellon University. So from that perspective, perspective I was always there in the uh, emerging technology sphere. Uh, and honestly speaking, with Dell Technologies, we were there in the frontiers, right? So I've always been very entrepreneurial and uh, very curious, uh, especially for emerging tech. So crypto was always uh, in my radar very early on, but to get involved in it in terms of a business, that happened around um, uh, 20, uh, 16 uh, um, with a company that I uh, worked in with my partner, um, uco.network. Uh, at, at this point, I, I have another company that does wealth protection, wealth management, wealth growth. Uh, that is the company that I spend a lot of my time on right now. I am on the board of a few projects uh, in the crypto space, as well as the more traditional uh, space as well in startups. Uh, let's talk about uco.network. Um, UCO.network uh, is a company that I got involved in because the people who are involved in the company, I know them personally. Uh, I personally am very interested in uh, clean tech, clean energy as well. Uh, I, I was born in Qatar, raised in Qatar. So oil and gas, this is a world that I'm very familiar with. Um, and when I merged the two together, clean energy, uh, clean tech, it just, you know, uh, rubs me the right way. Uh, and from that perspective, uh, I should also say, uh, as somebody who um, participates actively in companies that I take equity in or am in the board of, I make it a point never to you know, join or get involved with more than three to five companies ever that I'm involved in actively. Uh, I just don't think anybody that does anymore is doing it justice. That gives you a sense of how passionate I am about UCO.network. UCO.network is a company that I think is really doing something revolutionary. The world needs it. The world needs it today. And uh, nobody's doing it right. And I think the UCO team, the most important thing for me in a project like this is the people. The people behind the project. How passionate are they? How technically savvy are they to execute this? And how... Um, uh, competent is their vision of what they're actually doing and what do they have right now on the ground. Those four ingredients, the team that is there behind UCO Network, they have it. This is not just a crypto project. 
I, you know, as somebody who's been in crypto for a long time, I've always been the boring guy in the room. I've always said that in, when blockchain has been around, when crypto has been around, the best projects that always make sense are the projects that have something tangible behind it. I don't like stuff that doesn't have substance. And that's the, I think if, at the end of it, that's the one thing that seals the deal for me for UCO.network. This is not just any other crypto project. There's a tangible business model, business value proposition uh, behind it and an existing business behind it. UCO.network in the web 3.0 space might be new, but there's a solid business with a five-year history behind it. So that's really what um, got me interested in UCO.network given my background. So Shams, it's, it's great to have you on here. You know, we've, we've had a quick look at, well, I personally have had a quick look at the project. Now you touched on it being cleaner than the likes of Bitcoin, you know, the, the use case and everything, but could you break it down for us and tell us a little bit about the UCO network and what the network actually is, what the project is? Yeah, great question. So UCO.network is a company that basically looks at how do we bring about uh, transparency, traceability, and trust in the value chain of the used cooking oil industry. So if you look at the used cooking oil industry today, the way it works is that uh, you have collectors that will go out and collect uh, the used cooking oil from restaurants and commercial spaces. And those collectors are then required to take this used cooking oil to refineries that can basically then process it uh, into cleaner oil that we can work with. What is very interesting to the listeners who are listening to this particular video uh, is you'd be surprised. Think about it. When you are cooking a steak or when you're cooking a meal at home, what do you do with that cooking oil? You trash it. And uh, that is what you assume is just the norms around the world today. A, that's very, very bad for the environment. B, while people as individuals can do that around the world in developing countries, uh, enterprise uh, enterprises, companies, and restaurants definitely cannot do that. You don't know that behind the scenes, all of these businesses are required to capture that used cooking oil, contain it, and provide it for further refinement. So that's basically an entire value chain that is silently existing, and it doesn't work effectively. There are countries around the world, especially in Europe, that subsidize to make an effort and basically try and motivate people to do the right thing. They subsidize the used cooking oil collection and refinery. Um, and some countries even put a quote on that. Now, what, why is this important in terms of what UCO.network is doing? While the government and the regulators are trying to help, what is actually happening is that used cooking oil is unfortunately through the subsidy becoming more valuable than the fresh cooking oil. So what are fraudsters doing? Fraudsters are basically going to shops and uh, getting fresh virgin olive oil and dumping it into their vat of used cooking oil. So it's actually counterproductive to what we want to be able to do. So what the UCO.network team is doing is basically creating a solution that leverages blockchain because blockchain brings about that traceability. Blockchain brings about that transparency. Blockchain brings about that uncorruptibility of whatever we're doing in terms of tracking this used cooking oil. Uh, UCO.network is not only a blockchain company, it's a you know, digital company uh, with other emerging technologies that it puts together as well. Our collect, uh, collectors, what they do is when they go to a particular, say, restaurant called ABCD, they collect the used cooking oil. And we have devices, IoT sensors and devices 
in the vats that we actually collect the used cooking oil in, which actually is able to determine exactly what's the makeup of that used cooking oil. What we do is then we create an NFT that basically tracks. It's, we call it the most boring NFT in the world. <laughs> and what we're able to do is basically track exactly the uh, location, the details of the person, and we capture the composition of that particular used cooking oil and the amount and everything and the value. Then that collector might go to another restaurant, call it uh, MNO, and it will get a very different composition of used cooking oil. And then what will happen is we can basically add that to the vat. Now you've done a stack NFT, yeah, NFT on top of an NFT. And that's basically what the company is doing. In the IoT sensors, we're able to track, hey, buddy, you're actually using fresh oil on this. It's not used cooking oil. Or, hey, buddy, you've mixed up water in this particular um, uh, vat, right? So we can do all of that. We can actually um, take that all the way to the refinery. Now, what is also very important is if you think about it, there's a lot of people at homes like you guys that are living in your homes and want to participate in helping clean up the environment, but you can't. You have to trash that used cooking oil. Now, multiply that with every resident, with every individual in their homes. And let me give you an interesting statistics. About 35 to 37% of the total addressable market of used cooking oil is individual household. That is a market, forget the fraudsters. This is a 37% market that can't even participate in this value chain because not, no solution exists. So UCO.network builds a solution using mobile apps, web apps, IoT, and the most important component, blockchain, to be able to trace, traceability, trustability, and transparency in the value chain. They're able to uh, provide an entire ecosystem on based on tokens. So the people who are providing the used cooking oil as it goes through the value chain, the people who are participating in that ecosystem, they're able to participate through tokens, UCO tokens. So Ucoil, sorry, Ucoil tokens. And that's basically um, what UCO.network is. Let me know if I've uh, uh, explained that thoroughly enough. And if you have any further questions, I'm available to answer. Yeah, no, that, that's perfect. I mean, uh, would you be able to tell us more about the, the problems that UCO Network helps to, to resolve and, and how it actually does it? Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll do it um, each problem. I will yep. list out the problem. I'll list out what the solution is. If you look at uh, the biggest problem that haunts this particular market is the regulators' inability uh, locally to track the fraudsters. So while a lot of collectors are doing the job the right way, what you're seeing is that a lot of people, as I mentioned earlier, but I'll explain it again, because it's subsidized, sometimes the fresh off-the-shelf used, uh, sorry, cooking oil extra virgin olive oil, whatever you want to call it, coconut oil, whatever, it's actually um, cheaper than the final used cooking oil, the rubbish. The original product is cheaper than the rubbish. So what people do who have ill intent, they will actually mix the, used cook the fresh cooking oil into the vat of the used cooking oil because it's subsidized and they get more value out of that. Um, there's no way for regulators, no easy way for regulators to be able to track this because the only way they usually find it is once, is once it ends up in the refinery uh, and it's mixed up with everything else. UCO.network is able to track at the collection point the exact composition of what you're providing us. We will create an NFT of exactly what that uh, VAT basically contains. 
that NFT allows us to do two things dynamically at once. On the spot, tell the person that, listen, you have gone beyond the threshold of what is acceptable of what we're reading in this thing as uh, cooking, cooking oil versus fresh oil. So we stop, you know, we'll put a negative mark, negative feedback review on that particular collector. So there's absolutely a strong incentive for them not to mess around. Um, UCO.network then of course, because of the NFT, and because we use blockchain, it's incorruptible. Um, we also have the entire dashboard that allows people to be able to read that data live. And that allows people to be able to ensure that there's further incentives for people not to basically mess around. We are able to basically with this solution, if people come onto UCO.network, if in an ideal world, if everybody's using UCO.network, we would be able to get rid of the fraudsters completely. So that's the fraudsters in the enterprise space. Another problem, as I mentioned, is that there are households. Households and individuals make up about 37% of the total addressable market. That addressable market, that 37% who are basically tossing their used cooking oil into the uh, sinks, they are unable to participate. No collector comes to houses. But with UCO.network, with our collectors basically becoming Uberized, we can chart out a map for them to even visit households that want to participate. Those households in turn get tokens, UCOIL tokens to participate on our platform in turn. They can basically get rewards in UCOIL. They can participate in the crypto side of the business as the UCOIL appreciates and the market moves. Um, so that particularly uh, is helpful uh, in bringing on board a completely untapped market. The next problem that I would like to address is that Given the nature of how uh, immature regulation is right now, given how the market in one country works very different than another country, you know, what is happening is that all the businesses in the uh, used cooking oil industry are very much isolated within their geographies. You don't see people able to uh, you know, transfer their used cooking oil credits from one country to another. And by the way, a lot of countries do provide that, just like carbon credits. Uh, countries have quotas that they've tacked onto companies and stuff like that. Uh, and uh, what we're not able to see is like in the carbon credit industry where you know, people are able to move carbon credits around countries, we can't do that in the used cocoa industry. Now imagine if I could create a platform, UCO.network, which allows us to standardize the entire value chain's end-to-end -end process, creates a dashboard for that visibility, creates a way for the ecosystem to participate in a standardized manner using UQL token. What we're able to do is open, break down the, the wall, so to speak, uh, so that it's standardized how the use cooking oil credit that might be apportioned by the government of country ABC, um, and if a company has excess credit and another uh, country has not enough credit, they can basically barter in that way. So we completely create uh, a new system that allows for a global exchange of used cooking oil. So those are just three examples of how UCO.network solves a phenomenal problem. I'll give you a fourth one as a bonus. We've only talked about the developing world so far. We have, you know, we have taken the UCO idea and the product to governments in Africa. We have gone to East Asian countries. And um, it, it's, it's shocking how much interest, desire, and willingness there is for, 
you know, people there and the government's there and the business is there to do the right thing. And there just isn't a solution. And UCO.network is able to do that, right? We're able to do that in a very fast, meaningful, effective, efficient way. Uh, and we're really looking forward to, and, and that's in our strategy, it's in our plans to be able to go past the OECD countries and into developing countries as well. We're already having those talks. So really we're just gonna start going to the moon, I would say. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, so obviously, are you able to help us understand a little bit more about the market size for the use case of the project and kind of like where you expect it to be heading in the future? Um, yeah, that, actually, that's a great question. Let me give you some numbers here. Um, when you look at the market size, and we're actually pulling this off of uh, Polaris market research. So this is thorough industry data that I'm basically quoting to you. Uh, by 2028, we're looking at a $10 billion market. The, and, and that's not the interesting number. The interesting number is the growth, the estimated growth between 2021 to 2028 is 64%. And the CAGR for this uh, particular industry for the UCO market between 2021 to 2028 is 5.1%. And that, that's really strong. Just the European Union, right? Uh, funding related to biofuels adoption is 1 trillion euros, right? There's a 14% increase of renewable energy in the transport sector in Europe alone. Meanwhile, if you look at um, numbers that motivate us to create solutions here, I think um, if I'm remembering correctly, um, this was, uh, forget the year, but it was very recent, $511 million uh, of biodiesel basically exchange in a tax fraud scheme. That's that, when I talk about fraudsters, that's the levels we're talking about here. Uh, so it's a very big industry, very big market. Uh, I, I mentioned the total addressable market, but you know, let me break down the number for you very simply. Nine, ten billion dollars. That's what we're looking at. That's the addressable market here. That's the market where an industry is lacking the solutions that we're talking about, that UCO.network is basically here to revolutionize. The more interesting number here is not the 10 billion. It's the fact that 6.5 billion is made up of the restaurants, the hotels, the food industry companies. Those are the guys who are participating in this market right now. About $2.6 billion is untapped. These are households. This, the, the industry research shows that $2.6 billion out of the 10 is basically just not able to participate in that particular market. So that's, that's the numbers for you. Perfect. Thank you. And um, obviously one of the things that, that, you know, I guess caught our attention was the fact that you, you have a partnership with VeChain. Would you mind telling us a little bit about that partnership with VeChain? Yeah, definitely. Look, VeChain's partnership for us was just a no-brainer. Um, uh, as, a, as, a, as, a, as a protocol, uh, we look at it as an enterprise solution. Uh, yes, uh, you know, ETH has basically gone to proof of stake now, but for us, what matters more is three things. Number one, um, the protocol as being a solution that would make sense for us that is enterprise ready. Number two, their development capabilities and what they're actually, you know, their commitment and their passion to partnership with our uh, the business model and the business vision. Uh, and the third thing 
which was something that we were just sort of looking at as a bonus is how involved and how passionate are is the company in that particular space is the technology partner that we want to go with uh, in terms of what we're trying to do with our vision and Beechin actually has um, uh, you know efforts in place that really focus on the same same sort of things that drive us and are they're passionate about right the clean environment uh, clean energy and so they align with us on that as well. We've been working with the VChain guys very closely. They have actually been uh, a wonderful partner in terms of helping guide us along with the technical side of the solutions. Uh, we're working with them on possibly um, looking at a grant as well. Uh, the technology uh, solution that they actually provide is very good for um, the throughput, the thresholds of what we need in terms of our growth plans. So that's basically, um, why we're working with VeChain. Very happy with that partnership. So yeah, obviously really good things to hear. Clean, sustainable projects working together. I do like it. So, you know, we're drawing to the close of 2022 now. Is there anything from the past year that really stands out to you, you know, like a, your biggest accomplishment, let's say, for 2022? I think, um, I think one of the biggest accomplishments that we have for 2022 is uh, the fact that as a company, uh, we've been able to um, reach out so much further outside of just the, the European market where we were. Um, and it's just been amazing at how there is so much global interest. So anybody who's looking to invest in UCO.network, whether it is because it's the right thing to do, whether it is from a business perspective that they see a lot of uh, synergies with, or whether it is as a crypto project, a blockchain project, I think what you'd be very pleased to know is that the last few months, the tail end of 2022, what really became obvious to the UCO team, us, uh, Miguel, Louise, and myself, is the fact that there, there's a huge global desire. I mean, the moment this thing is going to launch, I think we're going to see so much adoption. I don't know what how much time we have, but let me tell you a hilarious story. Um, Louise and Miguel and I were testing, just toying around on LinkedIn with campaigns. We haven't run any campaign yet. Um, we were just, you know, we're guys who like to get our hands dirty. We like to do things ourselves, and um, we were toying around on LinkedIn with a campaign, um, and we were basically looking at well, what would happen if we actually sent out a blast on LinkedIn. To the east asian market while we're sitting here in uae and europe mm -hmm. so we tested it all out we never sent it or so we thought we closed our laptops and the next day within uh, four hours we had like 60 legitimate linkedin messages it's like oh my god that's the solution can i please get on it i need this uh, i need this really badly this is going to be amazing for our, our business uh, my country needs this. We need this. I'm the biggest distributor in the country. I need this. And, you know, I remember calling Louise. I was like, Louise, did you turn it on? I thought we would left it in draft mode. And Louise was like, I'm certain I left it in draft mode. We go and check on LinkedIn. Oh, my God. He published it. In a few hours, basically, out of the middle of nowhere, across the Atlantic and across the you know, Arabian Gulf, you know, people were messaging us that we need this. And remember, all they looked at was two things, the business model and uh, the website. That's it. And they were like, we need this and we need this now. We're ready to come on board. So 
In 2022, the most important milestones that we've achieved is that we've absolutely have a ready product to go from a web 2.0 perspective. We have a team that is ready. We have really cemented our you know, motivation because there is not just uh, OECD countries or European countries, there's a global desire for this. Um, and we've looked at what's out there. And uh, you know, while there is some competition, nobody has a full and complete holistic solution uh, like uh, what we're able to do at uco.network. Um, 2023 is gonna be our year. It's gonna be amazing. Awesome. And on that very note, what is on the roadmap for 2023? Uh, look, 2023 is exciting because all of our stars have really been aligned uh, this 2022. We've been very patient. Honestly, uh, I, I hate to say this um, because I know how many people have been hit by the rough 2021 and 2022 years that have gone by. But um, for UCO.network, it was a blessing in disguise because we were able to basically keep our head down, focus on what we need to do, get all of our you know, ducks in a row. And you know, all the market indicators, uh, economic indicators are showing that 2023 is looking to be a different year. It's gonna be much better. Things are gonna pick up, things are gonna turn, turn around, whether it's looking at traditional economics or crypto space. And um, that's the area that we play in. And uh, in 2023, the biggest milestone is gonna be what? UCO.network goes live. We go live, our token goes live. Uh, people who want to invest in a project that has something tangible behind it, that uh, is not just you know, a crypto project out of thin air. You know, we're basically here, we have substance behind it. We have a team. Um, here's, the, here's the interesting statistics. One of the biggest milestones of 2022 hints to at every listener, every watcher here as to what's to come in 2023. The biggest investors that we have, the folks who have put in the most money in UCO.network so far, um, or our investors in the pipeline are not individual investors. They are distributors. These are industry players who've looked at our project and said, this makes sense. They're not just doing this because they want to see the token rise and fall. In terms of stability, you can have nothing better than that. This is industry players who are saying, I see the sense of three things. I see the sense of what you've built as a technology. I see the sense of what you're doing as a business model. And last but not least, I actually see the sense of why crypto should be in this part project. I see a sense in that. I see why blockchain, why crypto should be there. And they're investing. Traditional industry players in the refinery business, in the used cooking oil business, in the collection business, in the distribution business, they're investing in UCO.network. And that really is the biggest milestone of 2022, gives you a great hint of what is basically to come in 2023, um, uh, to the moon, as they say. <laughs> To the moon, indeed. But obviously, it's, I've been fascinated this interview. It's the the use case for this project, everything. It, it sounds great, and you know, I'm really pleased to have spoken with you. So, obviously, I'd like to finish off here with asking if there's anything else you would like to share with our community, or if there's anything else you'd like to add that we've maybe not covered yet that you find might be of great value to us. Um, I want to just add one thing. Um, you know, there's a lot of hard work that has gone into this project with not just Miguel, not just Louise, there's a whole team that we have behind us. Um, the most important thing is that this is not just any other crypto project. As I mentioned, there is substance behind this. The team is passionate, not just because we're, every single one of us are crypto guys, 
but the primary driver here is the tangible business, the tangible vision behind it. There's a tangible business model. There are tangible investors behind it, all focused on the industry that they're in, use cooking oil. This is not just another blockchain crypto project. We have digital transformation behind it with IoT solutions that we've finally finished. And uh, we have actually just seen it in December, just before Christmas, we saw our IoT sensors for our trucks. So uh, 2023, do the right thing. Invest in UCO.network, UCOIL. Awesome. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to drop all of the links uh, below. Doesn't matter if you're watching uh, on YouTube or listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Prime, you list it. It's there. Um, we will have all the links uh, below. Thanks for for taking the time uh, out of your day with us, uh, Shams. Really appreciate that to talk about everything uh, UCO Network. Thank you guys for having me. Um, really wonderful talking to you. Really enjoyed it.